Welcome to Crypto Weekly, episode 66, where no one really knows what's going on, so we just banter on. I'm <laughs> <laughs> letting all the secrets out of the intro. Giving away the trade secrets. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, Lord Lizard himself, exerts his control over the masses by entering the cryptocurrency space. Fingers crossed it pumps our bags enough and we can jump out before he ruins it for everyone. This week in the news. Global coin is officially announced. Facebook to enter the cryptocurrency space. The Bitcoin cash chain is reorganized, leading to a $1.3 million double spend and much, much more this week on Crypto Weekly with the big return of Dr. P Money to the studio. Howdy. Um, <laughs> if, if you enjoyed the show, head on over to <laughs> patreon.com slash crypto weekly uh, and send us a few bones. How's that do, Ken? That was perfect. All oh, right. Thank you, friend. It's almost like I'm sat there over in the corner myself. Perfect. Mr. Jory Prince is here too. Hello, Ken. What are you drinking this evening? You might be surprised by what I'm drinking this evening because our kind guest, Bloomting, has we'll get brought him in a second. with him all the way from beautiful South Africa a delicious red wine. Whose name escapes me right now? What's the region it's from? Fat bastard. Fat bastard. That not, not that name. That would never escape me. But what's the region? Oh, the region. Stellenbosch. It, I'm drinking. I'm, I'm having a drop of Stellenbosch tonight, mate. There you go. Uh, you make it sound far less exotic than it actually is. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bitcoin Bible. How are you? Right. I'm well. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Not many people do when I do the roundup. Not anymore. Because you're you go polite. On a bit, but... You're polite as ever, friend. Are you also on the red wine. I am. Parfait. Mr. Crypto Beak. Bonjour, how are you, Ken? I am doing oh, very, very well. Amazing. You've already heard him mentioned, we have the Crypto Weekly super fan in the studio. <laughs> it's Blomting. He's flown all the way from South Africa for no other reason than to be here in the studio tonight. <laughs> yes, my holiday has nothing to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing at all. A fly we'll on the that. wall. And he's brought some gorgeous alcoholic treats for us all. Uh, I've had a small drop of the red wine. I'm still in training, so I can't go too mad, but it is absolutely delicious. I recommend anyone pick up a fat bastard if they can find one. (laughs) I'm your host, Crypto Ken. Let's get started with the news. The biggest news this week, and the possibly, you could look at it this way the biggest news to come out of the cryptocurrency space for some time. And that is Lord Zuckerberg is throwing his dick down on the table and entering the cryptocurrency space. He's come up with Global Coin, an outrageous name for what he wants to achieve in the crypto space. Why is he doing it? Is it a stable coin? Yes, stable coin. It's Project Libra. They were calling it. We've been talking about it for months now. But the mainstream media is now reporting on it, correct? And they're talking about how they're going to launch Q1 2020. They're going to try and launch it in a bunch of emerging nations, I mean, (laughs) to 
to outbank the unbanked. We actually spoke about two weeks ago how the uh, reported first use case was going to be for use with WhatsApp in India. That's basically it, Can They're trying to have uh, Facebook currency. They tried it before, like 10 years ago, failed miserably. They're having another crack at it. Why do they want to do this? Uh, to steal our data some more, to pay less fees, to increase their stranglehold on the the West. I don't know, Ken. Why, why do you think they do? I think all of the above, friend. But, most, but mostly to bank the unbanked, Ken, of course. Of course, of course. That's the party line, isn't it? Absolutely. There are some lads in India that have WhatsApp, but not bank accounts. And God damn it, they need to be able to spend some money. But Big Zuck sounds like he's in a bit of trouble with regards to regulation. He's going to have to get around regulation all over the world. Everyone has different shoddy efforts regulating crypto. So the US, the Treasury, has written to him saying, Big Zucks, what the fuck's going on here, big guy? India has recently outlawed cryptocurrency and there is initial target market. So it should be pretty interesting to see what kind of Illuminati scam he can can go for to get around all these rules and regulations. Yeah, I guess that is one upside is that if anyone can get or if he's probably the person that's got the best chance of codifying some kind of regulatory framework internationally for crypto. So good on him. And I saw that he'd spoken to Mark Carney apparently as well, who's head of the Bank of England and a notorious uh, crypto fudder. So yeah, God willing, he can whip these people into shape. I'm just desperate for him to get it on Coinbase, Binance, and get all the normies who want to play like Farmville or whatever. To go and buy global coin and then realize that XYZ shitcoin is up 47% today, pile into that, and soon the crypto degenerates with the rest of us. <laughs> and they'll be they'll be buying our bags. God bless you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Do you think this is the seed that is gonna usher in the golden bull run? I think it's the seed from which Lamborghinis will grow, Cap. <laughs> That's exactly so, what I was looking for. Can we just clarify? He's calling it global coin, but it's pegged to the US dollar. Yeah, it's American, isn't it? It's like the World Series of Baseball. <laughs> so this this is a fundamental problem for me in that like, he's trying to he's still trying to create a global currency that is pegged to a single currency that is fluctuating against your local currency. So you're going to be paying rent in your local currency, and or or sorry, buying Farmville crop districts or whatever whatever it is. And today it's going to be four bottles of milk and tomorrow it might be five bottles of milk you want to know how much you're paying for that imaginary farm real estate (laughs) (laughs) but this is like there's still a fluctuation in price between the usd and the indian rupee so you're not you're not solving that like lower level problem yeah but it's less likely that the us dollar is going to hyperinflate versus the indian rupee or whatever than the other way around but also, I don't think we know for certain that it's a stablecoin. That's what people think it's going to be, but I don't believe that it's been officially announced that it is 100% going to be a stablecoin. Well, we'd have to think it would have to be a stablecoin. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's highly likely to be based on everything we've heard, but we don't know for sure yet. Could he do some kind of midpoint or you know, average price across a number of different currencies simultaneously? To, think, to peg it 
that's to, to actually a global currency. Yeah, so that they've tried that before with like way back in the day they've had like uh like baskets of currencies that a sing that uh the value of each one can't deviate from the value of the aggregate. Right. By too hard, but the same thing happens like the pound crashed out of uh the like European the euro isn't it isn't that like a classic basket was that a different mm, no that's so the euro just just replaced all the European currencies rather than having to, rather than trying to finesse their way into some sort of um through financial engineering like appease all the different populations and, mm. and economies that they that it serves and it now serves they just literally went yeah you've all got the same thing now so you know, Greece, we all know the problems with that. Greece has to have the same monetary policy as Germany and all the rest of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I do think they've tried the the like basket of currencies as well, but that was a notorious failure when they did that as well. So it's it's the whole, there's no, um, there's never yeah. any guarantees about trying to just erase volatility from one of these markets. It's just impossible to do. So Yeah, I mean, it is reported to be a stable coin, but also it sounds like they're trying to get loads of other large tech companies in so that it's somewhat decentralized. I think they're not trying to have it so that Big Zucks completely controls it. They're going to try and get some other Illuminati to come to control it with them so it's not 100% centralized well that's very that is very forward looking of them because they're already un, they're already under scrutiny for being a monopoly in yeah digital advertising data all the rest of it so yeah they've done they've kind of got ahead of the criticism there which is impressive but like you say i wouldn't trust him and mark zuckerberg plus his <laughs> personally selected fellow lizard people to, <laughs> to share the to decentralize the currency they invented so. um moving on the bitcoin cash chain reorganization which pre the show everyone has been hotly reading up on so we should have some excellent information (laughs) as to what has actually gone on so the headlines on this one ken are that there was a vulnerability exploited in the mining software that all the miners use as part of their mining duties and um, the Bitcoin Cash guys decided in their wisdom that they were going to take the sort of CZ post Binance hack approach and actually reorg the chain using their um, using their hashing power. It's probably pretty um, easy to organize considering that there were basically two mining pools that colluded and then were able to perform it. Obviously, that's raised a few red flags in the community. But yeah, those are the headlines for you. There was a hack related to the mining software and the chain has been reorged by a bunch of um, centralized miners in Bitcoin Cash. Over to you, Buble. So uh, you <laughs> 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 this uh, reorg happened because they were, the, the Bitcoin Cash network were trying to add new features and specifically they were trying to add Schnorr signatures, which is a... Mm, that sounds familiar. Have we talked about this before? Schnorr. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just trolling his own edit. <laughs> You're the only person that's going to hear that. I'm going to leave it in. Um, and it's basically an optimization on, sign- on, on signatures on the Bitcoin protocol. It's nothing... I mean, I mean, it's, I say it's nothing special. It's something way more special than I'd ever come up with. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, it's something that's been around for a long, long time and invented by Mr. Schnorr himself. 
the the issue that we've got with this particular attack vector i guess is probably the best way of describing it is that it happened at a bitcoin node level not at a mining level now uh we all remember the dow hack which was uh, a an attack within a smart contract on the ethereum network this was at almost a higher level where it was at the bitcoin node on the the mining or the the kind of full node software this means that you've basically got full control over it like if this gets deployed you've got control over the whole network yeah often we talk about hacks in crypto space not actually being a hack of the cryptocurrency itself so often hacks are on exchanges or they're on smart contracts this is big because it's a it's a hack against software that's running the network in order to participate in the network you have to download a a piece of Bitcoin software, or Bitcoin Cash software, sorry, in this case. Um, and as far as I know, there's only one popular piece of software in order to participate in the Bitcoin Cash network. And that piece of software is controlled by a very small number of people. If there is a bug in that software that is being distributed, almost all of the miners, if not all of the all of the actors in that network, are going to get that same piece of software with the bug in it, which means that it's basically centralised yeah, you're relying on the people looking at the code to make sure that it's not malicious when they download it. Yeah. And people don't do that. This this isn't unique to Bitcoin Cash, though. So we know that there's at least two clients for Ethereum that we, we know, like two big clients. So yeah. Geth, Parity, Bitcoin, we knew, I think we were using two at the time that we were when yeah. back back in the day. You're still you're still only splitting the market by fifty percent. But one of those will have more than fifty percent of the market. But there are a lot more mining implementations than there are full node soft pieces of software. So when I'm mining coins, whilst there's very few um, kind of p the peer to peer aspects of participating in the network are highly centralized. Very often, the mining implementations are much more competitive. The mining software very often is a bit more decentralized, but the peer-to-peer the, the -peer kind of decentralization aspect is actually not that. And do we know uh, where this exploit was? Because this sounds like it was that they were, they were preventing other people from mining blocks, which sounds like it's more at the peer-to-peer -peer level than at the... Yes. So the, so the transactions that go into a block come from the node the Bitcoin Cash yeah. node that's running on your machine. The mining software is just the bit that takes things from the, the node and smooshes them into a block. There's a load of hardcore yeah. work. So if there's a bug in or a, a vulnerability in the node that's running, that will result in whatever's being put fed into the miner being... Uh, manipulated. Bit, having been manipulated. The mining software is just doing its job crunching numbers. What's What's being fed into it as input potentially is not valid based on a very centralized node running um so they in this case the two mining pools pretty much that single-handedly run bitcoin cash two maybe only a name yes there's a very high chance that they, even on all of these networks they decided that they were going to essentially rebuild the chain omitting the the dodgy transactions which again highlighting a lack of decentralization on this. So fifty-one percent attacking your own network. Yeah, but in a friendly manner. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it didn't take them that long. It didn't take them that many blocks to do it. Two blocks, apparently. Yeah. Ah, okay. 
and they probably switched from some mining power from the main Bitcoin uh, chain over temporarily to help their cause. Yeah, but, so those two have at the moment something like 25 to 30% of the main chain, right? i.e. Bitcoin, as well as <laughs> like 60% of yeah. Bitcoin cash. But yeah, so they, and the ease with which they did this is kind of uh, undermines the notion that that currency is decentralized both yeah. at the software level and at the now at the mining level yeah. i wonder if you didn't want bitcoin cash to succeed you wouldn't do this not necessarily from the exploit perspective but the rewriting of the chain so many spicy takes on this well they mm. say that they think that the exploit like the empty blocks they're not sure whether people were actually gaining much of an advantage from that or whether they were just fucking with the chain. Right, yeah. So you, it could have just been exploit, like, quote-unquote exploiting it just to cause havoc. Yeah. So we've confirmed Craig Wright was behind this. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly oh, where's your law when you need it? <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, it's a good job nobody gives a shit about Bitcoin Cash. <laughs> I am assured by the Geordie Prince that he has some incredibly spicy news to break to us live on air. Now, we've had a lot of speculation on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here to inject some absolute concrete knowledge. I'm here to confirm to you all that the big boys, and I mean the real big boys, are officially on the crypto train. How do I know this? Because none other than Microsoft, yes, my, the Microsoft, have added a new currency to where? To the beating heart of commerce that is the Excel currency drop-down window. Whoa! Yes, Buble. I saw this. It's Huge. Bitcoin. You can have a spreadsheet currency denominated in Bitcoin now. Golden bull run confirmed. 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 How's this affected your... Um your spreadsheet game i wasted a lot of time in the office today i'll tell you that <laughs> for nothing well my uh my bag spreadsheet is definitely getting a much needed update soon. nice oh, nice. nice i think you might need the latest version of excel though that's the only tricky Oof. part so where are they getting the exchange rate from um so it's when i when i say you can have bitcoin i mean they've added a weird they've added a weird little b that you can have next to the numbers you put next to oh. it yeah. Okay, all oh, right. So, so like, one Bitcoin so is one Bitcoin. Form, yeah. yeah can, okay, right. Yeah, okay. Exactly. You can format okay, it as Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, the big boys are on board. <laughs> and with that, the news comes to a close. And we ready ourselves for Beak's Market Watch. Finally. Which um, website are you loading up today, Mr. Beak? Let me have a quick look at Coin Paprika. Oh, not mm. Excel. Not mm. CoinGecko. <laughs> oh, add that to the uh, uh, rotation. My, no, my sponsorship with Coin Paprika is still in play. <laughs> so this week we are green again. Will we ever stop winning? Yes, probably, but not today, <laughs> motherfuckers. Google searches for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency have been just down from the highest point last year that we saw two weeks ago. Still 20% higher than we saw this year. And the normies are starting to talk about how crypto millionaires are alive again. Market cap as a whole across all cryptos is up nearly 10% to around $272 billion at the time of recording. And Bitcoin made a new yearly high of $8,900 this week. And in fact, a new all-time high in Argentina, 
where it is worth 394,000 pesos because their economy is right in the fucking pisser. In USD, Bitcoin is plus 10% this week. Total market cap without Bitcoin is also up about 10% and Bitcoin dominance is still around the 56% mark. All the top 10 is up this week with EOS and Litecoin being the biggest winners, up both up over 25% in the last seven days. BNB has broken all-time high again this week, getting up to around $35. And for the first time ever, I've heard normies talking about it being the next Bitcoin. It brought a tear to my eye. Right now, BNB is at $33 and plus 7% for the week. The huge ETH breakout that every famous crypto gremlin on crypto Twitter predicted didn't really happen, but the finest smart contract platform on the planet is still up around 8% this week. Talking of fuck-ups, Bitcoin Cash still managed to gain 4%, despite being 51% attacked by the good guys. <laughs> but somehow, a few cryptos in the top 100 managed to lose. The biggest disaster being Insight Chain, which lost a third of its value after having a few big weeks, and looks a bit like a pump and dump. On the other end of the scale, a few cryptos in the top 100 are up over 50% this week, including the biggest winner, Theta Fuel, which is up over 100% the time of recording, so Lambo's all round to ever pump that little fucker. Overall, we're all marginally less impoverished than we were this time last week. All the crypto Twitter mongs are firing up paid groups to teach you about the seven candlestick reading tricks that banks don't want you to know, and everyone is starting to wonder if buying Bitcoin is in fact the way to become really rich and attractive overnight after all. That's all from me and the Gremlin Gets <laughs> for this week. Over to you in the studio, Ken. Thanks, that big is guy. not a take. You'll have to work some audio magic for that. For the sneeze. Not having never never again. Sorry, friend. <laughs> I might retire the second. Say, um, back back just to from you. the top beak. Into, oh yeah, just one more one more guy. Um, <laughs> We're all up. Over to you, Ken. Thank you, Mr. Beak. It's time for the robot to bring us in too. Hang on. He says it's time. And you just said it's time. Oh, for fuck's sake. You, you did really robot. well. Get that monotone moron you've, out of here. You've done really well what, since I've been away. The, segu- the, the introductions <laughs> have been perfect, and then you've come back and everything's gone to shit. I, but I might as well go back. Robot, what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> perfect. perfect. Stealing our jobs. <laughs> it's time for Crypto Weeklies. Weekly. Crypto. It's Crypto Weekly's Weekly Crypto, and last week we put it to you, the listener. We gave you four options. True Chain, Ardor, Aurora, and Wax. They're all pretty crap. Hang on, hang on. They're all in their own way. (laughs) We'll decide how good one of them is. Um, there was a correct answer, though, out of those four, and that would have been Aurora. That would have been quite interesting to talk about. Bloody Wax is good, though. But Wax won with yes. 54% of the vote, and wax. we're going to talk objectively wax. about that, because <laughs> it's probably a great idea. Great. Okay. So, Wax, does anyone want to give me a rundown? Bloody hell, can. Have you ever thought, Ethereum, it's too slow and shit for games? Along comes Wax. Delegate proof of stake. Games can go on there. You can swap your skins around. By God, it's going to be good. Sabika's touched on something there. This is come. This has been born from the team behind Chimera. You, you guessed it. Opskins.com. The Opskins. The Opskins. <laughs> I actually think it's O-P-S-K dot I-N. You've blown my mind. Are they an Indian company? 
They're not Indian, but what they've cleverly done is <laughs> they've used that to spell out OP skin. And is OP um, original post or it is overpowered? That, but or... You were showing yourself to be a digital native. Yeah. How was the objectivity going this week, Beak? It's, I'm trying to keep my positivity down. <laughs> keep it neutral but by god i'm excited by wax <laughs> chain um so wax uh isn't an acronym is oh, it? oh it, is. it is it's man. world asset now sorry I'm... now stay with me okay. world asset exchange but they've used the x from exchange oh because way, well, way. Wouldn't, wouldn't have been as cool. not as good as bloody wax. I tell you that for nothing. Way, way. <laughs> <laughs> so OP skins was a marketplace to allow you to sell your glorious Counter Strike skins and other digital assets. And the guys and probably girls over at OP skins thought to themselves, "There's got to be a more decentralised way of doing this." <laughs> well, hang on a minute. Didn't they get banned from Counter Strike? From Steam, but come on, big guy, don't worry about that. Yeah. That's because it's centralised. Yeah, great example. Oh, okay. So, of how having a centralised monopoly is bad because it shits on the little. little it guy. stops people from letting underage children gamble on virtual yeah. currencies. So let's hear about how this system is really de- decentralised and isn't made up of lots of small centralised uh, actors. How it isn't <laughs> or is? <laughs> um, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was hoping that you guys would explain that it so isn't. It's what? It's as almost as decentralised as EOS. They, they, <laughs> no. they liken themselves to an improved EOS. Yeah, it's more decentralised mm. than EOS. Yeah. Surely uh, to God. There's a full there's a full sixty-four that's right, sixty-four guilds in the worldwide asset exchange universe. And they are open to having more. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Right. But they have taken the EOS consensus mechanism. But when you say they, that sounds like a, a the centralized, centralized group of team, people. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay, all right, mm. okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how are, are we, they running? Do we know how they're running right now? Uh, we, mm, you don't think there's a there's no mainnet yet? No, that's coming out. That's coming out this June. Yeah, yeah. that'll like, be coming hype, out soon. Hype. Mainnet will be out soon. Let's be positive. They're bringing a mainnet out. Yeah, they're under migration right. now, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, to be fair. So, no, there's still ERC-20 tokens. Yes. There's still tokens on the Ethereum chain right now. Ethereum tokens, the WAX team thinks they're pretty shit. But right now, because WAX isn't out, that's the best they can do. Apart from EOS, which is really good, but they haven't got tokens on EOS. Not sure. Okay, we've established that it's a way of trading digital assets. Is that right? So that's not really what it is. It's a... Delegated proof of stake chain, basically. That's what it is. It's a smart contracts platform. That's not what the white paper says. No. So it so, started as a means of decentralizing essentially what OP skins is. Okay. But now it's been born into so much more than that. Yeah. So it's a delegated proof of stake blockchain. They're pitching to games people. Okay. Why would anybody use this as objectively as we can over any other existing... Uh, s- solution because Ethereum's too slow, okay. And MetaMask is too consumers can't use MetaMask. Is there any USP here? Um, asset agnostic, mate. 
means you can buy your favorite camo for your AK with Tron, mate. Oh, uh, you can't no. yet, though. Oh, I no. thought the you asset. To, I thought oh, the so asset they... agnosticism was based on the asset that you were selling. Like, oh, I, I mean, you probably are. Good. Well, yeah, to the extent that it's one of the sixty-four games that the platform supports. Okay. So agnostic, within to the to the to the highest the upper bound being sixty-four. Okay. But you have to have your game on the on the platform. You have to have if you build a DAP, it has to be on the wax chain. My very quick scan of the white paper, my understanding, and somebody's going to have to correct me if I'm wrong, was that. There are voted for people or or cis nodes or something on the network that are essentially mediators or kind of escrows between people which willing to trade assets. Transfer oh. agents. Mm. Yes. yes. So for for each guild, like nodes being called guilds, they uh, the transfer agents operate like on behalf of the guilds essentially on a reputational basis and guilds also uh, and they act as um the name suggests agents between buyer and seller which i thought was what we were trying to get away from in the decentralized age and it sounds a bit unsophisticated in the age of uh, smart contracts and atomic swaps when you read the white paper and they say that their transfer agent goes into one game and gets given whatever's being sold by the seller and then goes and sees the buyer and gets the money the payment off them yeah and then gives them what they what they bought and then gives the money to the seller and they how are they incentivized to act in a in a good as a good actor uh reputation p money but the transfer oh, right. agent has to put up money okay and if they do something that's bad they get some of them money taken away. How is how is bad determined? By the guilds. The guilds have the authority to exclude transfer agents that they deem to be bad. And the guilds are in existence through which mechanism? Having enough uh, wax, I believe. Nah, they've got... Uh, I think they get elected. They get okay. chosen and through is- delegation and... Uh, an arbiter decides right. whether a transfer agent is up to no good. The arbiter being a neutral transfer agent. And how are they incentivized <laughs> to be neutral? Listen, buddy, it's pretty fast. Low <laughs> <laughs> 1,500 transactions per second on Tashnet. Okay, that's, I mean, that's good. How is this different to something like Engine Coin? What's their, their pitch here? So I was speaking to one of their self-proclaimed community managers. There's no need for that. (laughs) (laughs) Again. This is a great coin and I won't have you mocking it. Community ambassadors, uh, Kafer General, who seems to have been on the scene for a long time. And I asked him a direct question about, so one question from the lads. Why do you think wax is better than loom? Or, en- engine, or engine, yeah. similar sort of thing. Basically, your your same question. Uh, there is no real better or worse, I guess. But the main selling point of Wax is the focus. Loom is just a layer two scaling solution for Ethereum, but Wax can work with basically any chain that allows for smart contracts. That answer in particular is strange, being that Loom actually integrates 
EOS and Tron now already. You can have your Tron DAPs, your EOS DAPs, your ETH DAPs all running on Loom, like right now. And that is their aim for the future on WAX. So I think that's a strange answer. Not that it isn't a great bloody coin. Okay, big. And we don't know okay. how it... I don't know the pros and cons of this engine because we haven't heard it from... So the follow-up was that WAX is focused on making blockchain easy for the end user. Ah, okay. So, so it can run ent entirely in the back end using the WAX SSO solution and the underlying accounts. Users do not need to get involved with private keys or wallets if they don't want to. And though Wax Pay, and th sorry, and through Wax Pay, they can use the pay on DApps without the need to first purchase crypto. That sounds to me like it doesn't it doesn't need an entirely new blockchain. Yes. Well, that's what engine. So engines doing that right? They're already on a blockchain, and they're they just they've got a DApp that has similar functionality. Right. So I guess that's what the Wax guys are saying. It's a pro that they've spun their own specifically for all this good stuff. So I guess it depends how you look at it. Mm. $5 billion industry skins trading. I thought it was larger than that. I thought it was 50. Was it not? Could uh, 5 uh, billion, no. I believe. But, so, but there was... Uh, by God, it could be I more. did read that there were apparently... Uh, they had a, mar a total addressable market of 2 billion gamers. And then they had an asterisk on the 2 billion. And it was actually 1.8 billion. And that 1.8 billion was the total number of people that play computer games on the earth... Um, which means that their total addressable market um, is probably much, much less because it's based on PC gamers. Listen, if they could conservatively get 20% of that, that's yeah. 360 million people, and they only need 20% yeah. for that. Um, Decent. And how many people trade skins? I... Absolutely loads. Apparently OP skins has... Uh, hundreds of millions of users. Okay, all right. So the, the, the whole wax thing has come out of OP skins, right? Yeah. It's come out of yeah. their business. Yeah. Like, they were, we've got a business here. It's making money, but... but Steam banders. They got kicked off Steam, yeah. and they were like, hashtag never again. Why did they get kicked off Steam? Because they were... Steam didn't... Well, there's two sides think, to every story, people. Think they broke the terms of service, wasn't it? They were like, yeah, people were selling skins that could be gambled with, and... Right. Yeah, and something around that. Steam wanted to centralise it, basically. Down with Steam, up with Bitcoin or whatever. But in Steam's defence, not, not oh, that we need it, I'd prefer but you didn't. presumably they're doing that because a lot of the a lot of the people that were doing these tradings uh, were miners. And I don't mean Bitcoin miners, <laughs> I mean children. I don't know. Um, because, you know, I, I, a lot of... I, I, I'd expect a large percentage of gamers to be under the age of 18, so they're not going to be KYCing. I had a friend of my nephew, six years old, telling me about, he was like, oh, so uh, in uh, Black Ops Modern Warfare, no, 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 not Black Ops Modern Warfare, uh, no, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, no, 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 Call of Duty, Mod yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I was playing this game, and this thing, and I was like, you're six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where are the parents? Yeah, is what exactly. I know. Get on OP skins, I big guy. I tell you what, though, is anyone aware of the sweet scam that Steam are running on the Counter Strike skins marketplace? <laughs> Please tell me. It's all centralised, right? Okay. This, oh, is, I'm, this is how you I'm use it. I'm sick to my stomach already. Guy. This is how you use it. You deposit money into the marketplace, right? Yeah. You buy some loot crates or you buy some skins. You've now got those skins. 
the market goes in your favour, all right, that skin you bought for a quid is now worth five quid. Must be oh, nice. Right? Yeah. You want to realise that profit, right? You yeah. sell it for five quid. Yeah. What are you going to do with that five quid? Buy more skins. Because you, <laughs> you can't withdraw it. I don't want to withdraw it. I'll yeah. five quid. They, they don't allow you to withdraw the money. Spend it on games, though. No. You're in the marketplace, big guy. It's oh. only available in the virtual item marketplace. So what I really need is a decentralised way of selling yeah, it. You, know, you need local skins. Localskins.com. <laughs> That's what you need. Where you just sell them your laptop. Yeah. Mm. Or Tinder. <laughs> you got like a thumb call. drive. <laughs> so people actually sell the keys on, yeah. um, which they can use to open the, the loot crates. Oh. And that, in turn, is the currency. So if you actually want to with, withdraw it, in quotes, you sell the keys to someone and then they uh-huh. give you money. So it does feel like there is a valid use case for this. However, there's something there. Yeah. Mm. The problem that I see with it is that there are the, the their addressable market in terms of gaming is kids, and that is one thing that is going to be massively ripe for regulation and and banning and all sorts of stuff. When kids are, when kids have a way of very easily. Opening yeah. loot boxes and gambling and all probably of this the reason why Steam don't allow you to withdraw the cash is because yeah. they can't control what you're going to spend that money on beyond that, and then they're then at risk of saying, "Well, this child got money out of Steam, bought loads of drugs, overdosed, and died, and then that's <laughs> like, like that's a good turn was, for the dot." And then it's Steam's fault. But now we're into Vitalik levels of hypothetical <laughs> situations. Which? I would like to move away from. And I'm going to go around the room and ask, Dr. P. Money, will you be buying wax? Not necessarily to allow children to start taking drugs Again, or Again, you've missed the first question, Ken. P. Money, are you holding any wax right now? No, but I was, I holding, I was holding our door um, in the hope that we would review it and get a little bit of a pump on. Through, I, could edit, I could edit all of the good stuff and make right. it pump, and pump through, it. Through strictly objective commentary, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But will you be buying any wax off the back of this conversation? Not... F- not. Uh, they raised $9.6 million at ICA. They've got 400 million customers on OP Skins, apparently. Yeah. I won't be buying it. That's like one in 16 people on this earth <laughs> also use OP Skins. Five million transactions a year, all by users and robots, but, but definitely users. Confirmed. No, I will not be buying any oh, wax. Geordie Prince. Not on your Nelly can. <laughs> Thank you for that quick take. Blomting, will you be purchasing any wax off the back of this conversation? Despite the short-term positivity <laughs> that has been spoken about, <laughs> <laughs> I am an avid hodler and do not actively trade, so unfortunately... I'm going to give this one a pass. There's no space in your bags for some wax. Not at this time. Okay. <laughs> Very no. diplomatic. Oh, no. <laughs> this one is a full out no for me. Couldn't even wait until I said your name. No. I, that <laughs> you disgusted. looked at me. No. There's nothing going for that. In that, well, oh, I, there is a valid use case. I get it. I do get it. But I don't see. I don't see the need for an independent chain to do this. It's got a cool name. No, it doesn't. Better than Engine <laughs> Coin. And, and, well, and it doesn't need its own chain. And also, P-Money's right. This is ripe for 
immediate shutdown as soon as it comes out in the, the, the there will be people going after kids with these things you can't have these coins yeah. they're gonna be like pogs <laughs> we all know how that went <laughs> <laughs> i've got a stash by the way if anyone's interested a mr Cri- wax pog oh okay Mr. Cryptobeak, you've seemed very enthusiastic about wax this entire evening. Well, Loom is valued at 61 million and does everything that wax hopes to achieve one day. Wax is valued at 74 million. So, I... (laughs) Wax... Hey, listen. If my two options between buying wax right now or dragging a needle out of a prostitute's corpse... Drawing up a load of raw sewage and slamming that into my femoral artery, it would be a real close one, Ken. <laughs> Objective, as always, Mr. Yeah. Beak. Very, very diplomatic, and I absolutely love it, Mr. Beak. I won't be purchasing any wax off the back of this conversation, nor have I ever held any. Thank God. So, after that excellent wax deep dive, we're going to go over to the robot who is going to pick us four coins that you, the listener, can decide that we will talk about in two weeks' time. Because we have to give the beak a week off from talking about shit coins, otherwise he is going to catch the end of a rope. (laughs) Objectivity is really, really difficult for beak. Yeah. So... (laughs) <laughs> next week we are going to give you a deep dive into margin trading the do's and the don'ts and all things margin so without further ado come at me robot what a pleasure it is to have a crypto twitter guest on the show especially when they bring boo blaze and tinto hold tight mr blomting cheers now some important information for those who throw wild threats in my direction. I'm looking at you, at crypto underscore filia, on Twitter. Who do you think you are? Calling me, a cunt? If you come anywhere near me I'll batter you, and shank your nun. Do you feel me filia? If you, or that jumped up stereo prick, ITK, come looking for me in the big smoke these will be the last words you'll ever hear. Woo. Hold my beer boobs while I batter this cunt. <laughs> anyway, batterings aside, on with the show. Here's my picks for next week's Crypto Weekly's Weekly Crypto. Picking four coins from 87. Loopring, BitTorrent, Ethereum, Solve. Oh. <laughs> so, Geordie Prince's dream has come true. We're fucking off all these coins and going to talk about the mechanics of trading. Nice. This will be 100% not financial advice. Four big coins. Loop chain. BitTorrent. Ethereum. Solve. 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 The big solve. (laughs) Big solve. We know what people are going to pick now. (laughs) Off that elated. (laughs) The big four, as they're collectively known. Yeah, the big four. I bloody love a deep dive into solve. I've been thinking about researching that on my own, to be honest, again. That poll will probably be up next week for you to decide for episode 68 what we'll be deep diving into, because in episode 67, we'll be looking at margin trading. Bloody wish it was this week. (laughs) That is the show. I have been joined in the studio by Dr. P Money. It's good to be back, Ken. I will probably be taking another holiday next week. (laughs) 
Um, you can catch me on Twitter at Dr. P Money. Mr. Geordie Prince. At HRH Geordie P. That's at HRH G E O R D I E P. Many thanks. Mr. Blom Ting, thank you very much for joining us in the studio. It is my pleasure. Would you like to shill a Twitter handle, friend? Well, if you would like to be my 17th follower, you can catch me at Blomenstein, B-L-O-M-E-N-N-S-T-E-I-N, and that is it. Due to public demand, Blomting has changed his Twitter handle to at BTC underscore Blomting. <laughs> you're, supposed say, you're supposed to say many thanks when you oh, spell it. Many, many thanks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> to you. Oh, Mr. Bitcoin Buble. Uh, good evening. You can find me on Twitter at Bitcoin underscore Buble. Mr. Crypto, Beak. Goodbye, everyone. No Twitter <laughs> handle? <laughs> I'm thinking of retiring from crypto Twitter. I can't take it anymore. There's too many mongs. <laughs> well, if you want to follow him before he deletes his account, it's Crypto underscore Beak on Twitter. I have been your host, Crypto Ken. You can follow me at Crypto Ken Can on Twitter. And I want to leave you, friends, with one spicy lip balm technique. <laughs> Ken's top tip this week. Everyone should be getting involved with a lip balm routine. But it's hard to remember to do it every single day. And those lips, I can see, are dry out there. I want you from now on to take your lip balm and put it next to your front door keys. <laughs> that, <laughs> that way... <laughs> That way, every time you leave the house, you're never going to forget to apply your lip balm. You are welcome. We have been Crypto Weekly. You have been informed. Thank you, listener. Good night. <laughs>